0: Good afternoon, or good morning, wherever you are listening from. Maybe good night. I don't know. uh We're we'll glad you tuned in, and uh let's just jump right into it. We'll start with a prayer. This message to to stay Thank you for all you've blessings Lord. Please, Lord, Can we say, do but please honor you, Lord, continue to use this podcast, Lord, get the the word out, Lord, and uh of course you've been using a great mighty way, Lord. it uh, was just Lord, by you. May you find glory in this message. May somebody get help. By the Son today, Lord. Please in your precious name, Lord. Amen. So Turn your Bibles to Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13, verse 30, or 26. Numbers chapter 13, verse 26. <clears throat> and they and they went and came into Moses and Aaron, unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, unto the wilderness of Bern, and Hicanesh, and brought back word unto them. All the congregation and show them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, We come into the land whither thou us and surely it full with milk and honey, and there, and this is the fruit of it. Verse 28: Nevertheless the people be strong that dwell in that land, and the cities are walled and very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Enoch there. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and the coast of Jordan. Verse 30, and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, Be not able to go up. We not be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land of the thou, as search the children of Israel. saying, the land through which we were, which we have gone to search it, is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants of the son of Anak, which come of the giants, the giants that we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And we see we in their sight. Turn to uh, chapter 14, verse 1. And all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried. And the people wept that night, verse 2. And the children of Israel mourned against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said, said to them, Would God that we had died in the wilderness in the land of uh, Egypt? Or would God we had died in the wilderness? And wherefore hath the Lord brought us into this land to fall upon the sword, that our wives and our children should be prey? Were it not better for us to return to Egypt? And they said one to another, Let us make a captain, and let us return to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly and the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of jibna which were in them that searched the land rent their clothes and they spake unto all the company of the children of israel saying the land which we passed through to search it is an exceedingly good land verse 8 if the lord delight in us then he will bring us into this land and give us a land which floweth with milk and honey verse 9 only we bow not against the lord neither fear ye the people of the land for they are a bread for us, and their defense departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. But all the congregation bathed stones with made of stones, and the Lord, of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long will this people provoke me, and how long will it be heard be? er, they believe me? For all the giant, for all the signs which I have shown to them, I want to talk to you today on the subject I entitled, "Will you go with the majority, or we go with the minority?" And a little bit, I'm going to talk to you about the rest of the, rest of the chapter 14, and what happens to the majority. You know, we live in a generation where it's so easy to get sidetracked. It's so easy to be enforced or to be manipulated by the majority Uh, they say things that that sound good at the moment but in reality it's not good at all it's not good their ideas are not of the Lord if you realize that in that chapter they brought up an evil report a false report listen the men that went up there, the majority of those men they knew that land was good they knew it, full of milk and honey. They knew that the the grapes are clustered. I mean, the fruit. I mean, it was all good. But they were afraid. See, in this generation, there's a majority of people. You know, in the majority, they said, "Let us go back. God, would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt to live in the stocks, to live as slaves?" They said, "Would it not be good for us just to go back there?" You know, in the Bible, Egypt is a type of the world. In Christianity, there's a majority and there's a minority. The minority is the Christian group. It is sad, but it's true. Christians are the minority in this world. We're a minority. But there's a majority. And even in the Christian circle, there's a majority of people that say, you know what, we're afraid. We don't want to live like this anymore. We'd rather go up and go back to the land of Egypt. We'd rather live in sin, slavery. We'd rather live on our knees. We'd rather live for the world than go forward unto the promised land. God has a promised land for all of us. But here's the thing. There is giants in the way. There is giants. And we have to learn. We can be like Caleb in verse 3 and said, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once to possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. See, we need more Caleb's. We need more Caleb's that said, you know what? We are going to jump in action. We're going to go forward. God is on our side. Like Joshua. Joshua said, If the Lord delight in us, He will bring us into this land and give us a land which pulls with milk and honey. Only we bow not against the Lord, neither fear the people of the land. For they are bred for us, and their defenses departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Fear them not. See, the problem is Christians fear the world. What are they going to think about me? What if I wear this type of clothing? What are they going to fear about I mean, they're going to fear. What are they going to think about me? Well, if I listen to this type of music, if I listen to Christian music, and the friends I hang out with, and the people I hang out with, and my co-workers, and the people around, and they don't listen to Christian music. What are they going to think about me? Here's the thing. Are you or no, they're going to think of you, what God's going to think about you. Are you going to go with the majority? Are you going to stick with the minority? See, we are on the winning side. The world's on the winning side. Christianity, the Christians are on the winning side. The minority is on the winning side. We need people to stand up like Caleb in the midst of the majority and the people who, who read the, I mean, they lie constantly and the fearful to jump into action and say, let us go off at once. Let us go and possess that land. We need people with the, men, the, the mentality and the mindset of Caleb. No matter how big the giants are, no matter how tall the walls are, no matter how big their armies are, We need people to jump up like Joshua and say their defense is gone. The Lord is with us. Victory is on our side. I ask, are you going to stick with the minority? Or are you going to go with the flow and go with the majority? What do you mean? I mean the old time way. The old path. That's the minority. In this generation, the minority is the old path. The old time way. Listen, the majority is the ones that have gone with the flow, that have compromised. That's the majority. They said we're like grasshoppers in their sights. But I don't care about that. God's on our side. He's bigger than any giant. He's he's bigger than any skyscraper. God is on our side. Let us go up up at once and possess the land. But the majority said, are you crazy? Caleb, are you nuts? I mean, you saw those men. We can't win. That's the problem. These men had no faith. They didn't trust God. They didn't trust the one that possesses victory. They said, you know what? Let's turn back. Let's turn back. Verse 4, they said one to another, let us make a captain and let us return to Egypt. Let us go back. We don't want to go forward. We don't want the promised land. We'd rather live in slavery. God was willing to give them the promised land. But they had to go forward. They had to face the obstacles ahead. Listen, Christian, not everything's going to be easy. There's going to be giants, and there's going to be walls, and there's going to be the Amalekites, and they're going to be in our way. But we have God on our side. Victory is won. We've seen the song, Victory in Jesus. Do you not believe that? Or is it just a song that makes you feel good? There is truth in that song. There is victory in Jesus. It is victory from addiction. It's victory from sin. It's victory from hell. Listen, it's victory from the Amalekites and the Giants in our way. But we got to go forward. Are you going to go with the flow and stick with the majority I'm gonna to talk to what happens to the majority here in a minute. But point one, don't go back. Let's go, let's not go back. The majority said, let us go back. <clears throat> let us go back to our former selves. Let us go back as slaves, where we're beaten, we have no freedom. We're mocked, we're hated. These are the Israelites. Listen, they knew what it was like to be back there. And they said, you know what? We don't want to die. But we want to go back where we're going to die. Regardless, you can either go forward and go to freedom, have a chance at freedom, or you can go back to slavery. But want to go back to where we're hated. You know, they'd rather live and fear. They'd rather live to be beaten than to live for God. God brought them out of the land of bondage. God gave them freedom. He poured the waters for them. He sent manna down from heaven. He gave them water. He killed Pharaoh and his men. God did all these things for for them, for his people. And verse 5, the Lord said unto Moses, How long will this people provoke me? And how long will it be ere they believe me? For all the signs which I have shown the, showed, showed among them. God did all these things. Why would you want to go back? But so many Christians are like that. God breaks the bondage of addiction, He takes them out of their sinful nature and their sinful past, and they want to go back. Why? Why would you want to go back? Here's the problem: when you go back. You're going to have to go back to the Red Sea. The waters will not be departed. You're going to have to swim, or you're going to have to build a boat to go back. You're going to have to go through the wilderness again. You're going to have to go past the Red Sea again, but it's not going to be departed. God will not be with you if you turn your back. Will you be saved? Yes, but the presence and the blessing of God will not be on you. God's protection, it's not going to be with you. You go back, you're on your own. Remember that. When you go back, when you turn your back and you get out of the will of God, you are on your own. Until you turn back to God. But don't turn your back on God. Don't go back into the wilderness. God's taking you to the promised land. You don't want to go back. But they said, let us go back. You know what? We're not going to go forward. They're bigger than us. We fear them. But remember a Caleb and Joshua. In the midst of the majority. Listen, when they're all standing in front of you, when they're all in front of you and they're shouting, you can't win, they don't know, but you gotta be a Caleb and you gotta be a Joshua and you gotta stand up in front of everybody and you gotta say, we can't possess it. You need to jump up as Joshua and say, God is with us. Don't fear them. Don't be a majority. Well, we can't win. The inhabitants, I mean, it's all eaten up. I mean, all that good stuff that they're saying, it's, it's fake, it's false. They don't know what they're talking about. We can't win. The problem the problem is we can win. We need a Caleb and we need a Joshua. They said, let's go back. Go back to what? Maybe there's somebody out there that's listening to this podcast. Maybe you come out of a troubled past. Maybe you were a drug addicted. Maybe you've been trouble with the law. Maybe you've been to prison, to jail. Maybe you've had different addictions. Whatever it is, you know what I'm talking about. You don't want to go back. God's been too good to you. God's been too good to all of us for us to turn our back on him. Why would you want to go back into slavery? Into the chains of sin. Listen, let's go back to Egypt. Why do Christians want to live in Egypt? God tells us there's nothing good in Egypt. He says, don't even trade with them. Don't buy, don't go to Egypt. There's nothing good in Egypt. There's nothing good in that old world. Listen, the world doesn't want you. Egypt didn't want them. Egypt wanted to keep them enslaved. They wanted to mock them. But God said, I'll free you. There's a promised land out there somewhere. And Moses, I'm going to have Moses lead you to there. But Jesus said, there's giants were the red seas was the manna down from heaven was that not enough to to show you that God is able to deliver you and your life you've had red seas you've had the manna you've had the water God has given you all of these things he has been I mean God has showed you so many signs of faithfulness he's been too good to you and you know it to turn your back on him don't go back we need a Caleb and a Joshua in this day and era. We need someone to stand up to majority and say, you know what? We can't possess it. We need somebody to jump into action now. We need revival. What's revival, it's when somebody jumps up and says, you know what? I'm going to get on fire for God, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to fast, and I'm going to get right with God, and they create a flame, and somebody sees that flame, and they go towards the flame, and they get a little burned up with revival fires. That's what Caleb was doing. Caleb said, you know what? They're, I mean, they're talking all this false report. I'm going to jump up, and people probably saw Caleb, and they're like, you know what? Maybe he has something. Maybe he's right. Maybe the majority isn't right. I'm going to say, listen, you have a choice to make in your life. You can either be with Caleb and Joshua or you can be with the majority. That's what it comes down to. Who are you going to side with? I want to speak to somebody out there. Somebody needs to be a Caleb. And somebody needs to be a Joshua in your church, in your schools, in your job, in America, in your country. There needs to be a Caleb, and there needs to be a Joshua that stands up and says, If the Lord delight in us, ask yourselves, are you living a life that God's going to be delighting in? Because Joshua said, If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land, and he will give it to us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only we bow not against the Lord, neither you fear the people of the land. For they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Fear them not. Why fear the majority? God's with us. Stay in the minority. Stay with the people of God. Stay the old time way. The, the old time religion become smaller and smaller. It's a, it's a minority now. And there's a majority out there that's fighting to, to shut us up. Because they don't believe it. They don't like standards. They hate standards. They hate morals. They hate the old time way. They hate the word of God. Listen, they hate anything that has to do with God. They want to go somewhere where it tickles their ears, and they feel good, and they the same way they came in. That's the majority. And the minority wants that whole time hellfire, damnation preaching. That's what the minority wants. That's what the Caleb and Joshua are fighting for. Verse 9: Only rebel, not against. Don't rebel against God. Neither fear the people. Listen, fear the Lord. You want to fear someone? Fear God. The words of the majority. Listen, we need leaders as Caleb's and Joshua's to stand up against the minority. You need to stand up against the world. Listen, I'm only one person. I'm one person with a podcast. that's not that big, but it's growing. And I'm only one voice. And we need other people to do the same that I'm doing right now. Get the word out. Get yourself something. I mean, a social media account. Go street preaching. Go soul winning. Listen, ask your pastor what you can do to, to build a ministry, to help build the pastor's ministry, the church We need to get the word out. We need some people. We need everybody that has a mindset, I can be the Caleb, and I can be a Joshua. Let us go up, and Caleb's still the people. Before Moses said, let us go up at once. Caleb's jumping in action. That's what we need. We need people to jump in action now. Number three, it's more dangerous to go backwards than it is to go forward. The 10 said, we want to go back. We want to go back to Egypt. We want to go backwards. We want to go through everything that God has brought us through. The problem is when you go backwards, if God brought you through it, and he's you to go forward, and you go backwards, God's not going to be with you. You're not going to be led of God. The Jews were about to enter the promised land. They looked, and they got scared. They panicked. They cast it the down on the mission. God had already foresaw the victory, the outcome. And Caleb and Joshua said, we we know we're with the war. We're going to be on God's side. We're going to be on God's side. That's a big minority, my friend. But the 10, the 10 were casting down. They would to go back, go back in themselves. They're going to go back with themselves. No one else. They're going out of the will of God. It is dangerous to live outside the will of God. It is very dangerous. But I ask you right now, I need you to ask yourself this question. Will you go with the majority or will you go with the minority? The majority says God can't do it. The minority says, if the Lord delights in us, let's go. Caleb said, once, we are well able to to conquer this land. Ask yourselves, you got to choose right now who are you going to go with, the majority? The compromisers? The people that are living outside the will of God? Or you can go with the minority that has God on their side. Turn the Bibles to Numbers chapter 14, verse 35. Numbers chapter 13, verse 45. I, the Lord, have said, I will surely do it. Unto all this evil, congregation that are gathered together against me in this wilderness. They shall be consumed and they shall die. And the man which Moses sent to search the land who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up a slander upon the land. Even those men that they bring up the evil report upon the land died. Of the plague before the Lord. But Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of the men that went to search the land, lived still. All the people that sided with the majority died. What happens? Somebody cast a down on God. They turned their back on God. They went back into the wilderness without God. They let the will of God. And God said, You know what? You brought this evil report. You caused the people to form, to murmur upon them. on the land, even those men that did bring up evil report upon the land died. Everybody went with them. They died. <clears throat> I ask you, Who did you side with? I ask you, when you go out this week? Or you got tomorrow? There's going to be a majority that is against you. And they're going to cast down on the will of God for your life. And you got to decide. Will you be with the majority that turned their back on God and went back to Egypt? But I ask you, they never made it back. They turned their back on God and God said, that's it. I'm done. I'm over. I'm through with them. They're gone. Only the ones that stood up with the minority lived. I ask you. Who did you side with this week? Who will you side with? Will you side with the ones that mock you, that hate God, hate everything that has to do with God? Or will you stand up as a Caleb? Or will you stand up as a Joshua and say, I'm going to stand up against the majority? In America, we need a Caleb and we need a Joshua to stand up and say, don't fear. If it's the light in the Lord, we are well able to conquer it. They should have trusted God. Are you trusting God? Hey, did you turn to the news this week and say, you know what? I mean, everything just falling apart. How would you ask yourselves? Everything falling apart, or is it falling into place? Is the will of God not for plan in your mind? I mean, in this era, God has a plan. You got to trust His plan. Trust the Lord. Everything's falling into place. God's perfect plan. But the majority says, don't believe in man. The majority says, focus on the fear. Focus, worry, 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 worry. But the minority says, let us go up at once. Let us go up at once. You know, I said he's still the people. But Moses said, let us go up at once. Caleb said, let us go up at once. And Paul says it, for we are well able. We are well able. You know, Caleb wasn't focused on the numbers, but he was focused on God. Where's our focus at? Is our focus on everyone that's mocking us? Are you afraid of what so and so is going to think? If that's so, you're going to end up with the majority. And God said, you know what? I'm through. And the man and the people that went with him, they died. God killed them. It is a very unsafe place to be outside of the will of God. God brought them all the way to this place and said, You know what? Go through it. Go through it. Don't turn your back on God. Stay with the minority. Let's be a Joshua. A Joshua that says if it's the light in us, if the light of the Lord. If it's the light in the Lord. That he will bring us into this land. But here's what the majority says. If it's a light in us, then we're going to do what we want to do. See, that's the Joel Osteen thinking. If it's a light in us, then we're going to do what we want to do. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to go back to Egypt. Oh, but here's the problem. You ain't going to make it back. God's through. He's done. You've angered. Provoked God enough. And God was through with them. See, that's the Dolce thinking. That's modern. Day. That's neo-Christianity. That's what the neos say. If it's delighting us, if it makes us happy, if it makes me happy, I'm going to do what makes me happy. But Caleb and Joshua, and Joshua say, to delight the Lord. See, that's the same thing as the majority and the minority. The majority wants to delight in themselves, but the, the minority wants to delight the Lord. He wants. They, we want to delight God and our thinking, and our dress, and our standards, and our lives. We want to delight the Lord. Ask yourselves, are you living a life that's delighting the Lord? Are you provoking God? Are you rolling with the majority? Are you standing with the minority? Old-time religion needs the ones, the Caleb's, and the Joshua's. Listen, we need the Esther's, and we need the rules that are going to stand up. We need the Esther's that say, if I perish, I perish. We need the Caleb's and Joshua to stand up and say, if it's the light of the Lord, we will take the land. Caleb, we're well able to possess it. Why? We got God on our side. David said, listen, you can have the sword, and you can have the armor, but I got God. I got the Lord, a host on my side. He was saying, I'm the minority, and I got God on my side, and I'm going to go through the giant." Caleb and Joshua said, we're going to go through the giant. We're going to take the land. You can have the armies, and you can have the walls, and you can have the Giants, but we got God. Their focus was on the Lord. Where's your focus at? Do you turn on the news? And all the news wants you to do is panic and panic and panic so they can control you. They feared fear controlled the majority and then left and God killed them. Listen, you gotta think yourselves, maybe the minority has something. The minority had the God on their side, the majority didn't. So here's my question Who are you gonna choose? You might lose friends and family members, but you're gonna be on God's side. Who will you choose? Are you gonna roll with the majority? You're going to roll with the minority. Listen, I can't make the choice for you. You've got to make that choice. Be very careful. You can vote God enough, and God's going to take you out like you did the majority. Choose a minority. That's all for this game.